ladies. Guess what time it is? Oh, wait a minute. That's not Deborah. No, it is not. Deborah is missing in action today. You have me. I know. I'm so excited. Well, it is time to take a breath, ladies. It is time to put everything down. Pick up your phone. Take us on a walk with you. But it is time to take a breath. Deborah is overseeing our Europe Regional Business Plan Competition. She was not happy to miss it today, but she said the best person to fill in for her would be Miss Janae. So you guys are in for a treat today. Welcome, Miss Janae. We are so happy to have you with us today. I am so blessed and honored to be here. Let me tell you, anytime I get to step in for you or Deborah, I feel like I've done something. I'm like, yes. Yes, I have arrived. I am stepping in for Wendy or Deborah, so it must mean I've done something great. Yes, thank you. Well, we appreciate you thinking that. We appreciate you thinking that, but here's the truth. We're the ones who are blessed, so we are so honored to have you here today. I'm Wendy Clem, Regional Director for North America, and Miss Janae Willis-Beard is here with us to talk about couples. In business. Yes. Now, ladies, <laughs> now we're going to hit some tough stuff today. So let's make sure we focus because you know what? I have to say, you know, as an entrepreneur for 35 years, I, I have the world's best husband 99.9% of the time. It's that 5%. He, he can't be perfect. We got to We got to make sure we're doing that. But, you know, my husband is my biggest cheerleader. But there have been seasons as an entrepreneur when I was missing in action, when I got home and I'm working late. I remember one time we were on a family vacation. Okay, this is pretty bad. We're on a family vacation. Okay. Okay, just don't tell anybody that I'm telling you this story. So we're on <laughs> this family vacation and I'm we're my business is in the process of growing and we are expanding and I was needing to get insurance. So I get this call. We are hiking in the Shenandoah Valley and I'm not getting much of a signal. So here we are on this family vacation and here's mom leaning over the side of a mountain, trying to get a signal so that I can talk to this kid, this, this guy. Now my kids are like, mother, you need to be present. <laughs> my husband took a, a, a layer of enamel off his teeth. I'm quite certain. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe I'm the only woman in business that has had this. Does this resonate with you? Oh, so first off, let me just say, I started joking about six months ago when I would end a speaking engagement, when I would stop talking, I would say, and I have to give a shout out to the biggest sponsor of my entrepreneurship who keeps his corporate job so that we can have guaranteed money, guaranteed insurance and guaranteed comfort. Thank you, Maurice Beard, for all that you do. Exactly. And, but it became a thing. And I said it the first time jokingly, because when I said it the night before I was up rehearsing and practicing 
And that's who I was talking to. <laughs> He's sitting here trying to play his Xbox and detox from the day because my husband has a very stressful corporate job. So he's trying to detox. I'm like, listen, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Look, watch me. Okay, am I using my hands too much? Am I fluttering away? Like, look at me, look at me, look at me. And he's like, mm -hmm. if I have to <laughs> look at you right in this moment, then let me just say, but you I know don't what? Like your opening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Here's the other thing, Janae, is you know what? When when you're in business, so is your husband. Yeah. Now my husband did not want to be in business with me. I assure you, he had enough on his plate. However, the truth of the matter is they they really are because as our support, as our other half, and, and because of what the Bible calls us <laughs> to do as wives and mothers and entrepreneurs, they're already part of that business, whether they acknowledge it or not. And this is where I might have made a few mistakes along the way. So yeah. we want you, Miss. <laughs> so first off, ladies, if you all, um, if you don't mind, put us a thumbs up in the chat. You are married and in business. Let us see some thumbs up. We want to just know who's with us in this. So when we started, my business has had so many iterations and so many different versions of it. And we finally landed where we have landed. And he's been there on the very highs. He's rolled with me through the very lows. But the most important thing that we did at the very beginning is that I invited him with me. Mm -hmm. I was like, listen, I have an issue with authority. Okay, for some reason, I don't like to be told what to do. Um, I'm not need to have a boss. <laughs> I think I might be broken in that sense, but I don't feel like I'm I'm made to have a boss. So will you do this with me? And he was like, okay, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to be a wedding planner. And he was like, okay. I went from wanting to be a wedding planner to having our first child together, who's now 12 years old, to starting a hair bow business because I didn't like the bows that were in the store that would fall apart out of her hair. So I was like, okay, I'll plan parties and make gift baskets and I'll make hair bows. And my husband named himself, and I don't think he remembers this because he always asks me, when did I tell you I would be your CFO? He became my CFO on the day I spent two, I remember it, $213.84, ladies, on ribbon <laughs> and hair bow pieces in Hobby Lobby. Yeah, that would get me in trouble too, by the way, just saying. It would be beads on my account, but yes. And at that point, he was like, I want the card. I want the card and you're going to have to put in a, 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 a financial request <laughs> because what are you going to do with all of this? I was like, I'm going to make hair bows. And he was like, you had better make 
you better use up all these supplies to make all this money back because we are not eating any of this. And that's when I realized in my journey of entrepreneurship, me and numbers weren't friends. So my husband naturally became, I was like, I, I trust you to tell me when I'm on budget, when I'm over budget, when can we afford to do this? Can we afford for me to take this class? Can we afford for me to do this project and not charge full cost for it? Mm -hmm. I, I'm trusting you to, to share that with me. And that had, but I invited him. He didn't have to feel like he was bulldozing in. He was always there. He was there helping me set up at pop-up shops and he was there with me, you know, when we did our first um, LLC, he, he was right there. But when it came to that money piece, he stood up. He was like, all right, I'm already in this with you. And what we're not going to do is be broke. We're not going to we're, we're not going to say we're entrepreneurs just for the sake of saying, oh, we're, I'm entrepreneurs. You know, that's that's an important um, point, ladies, is inviting your family. Now, there's also the other side of that. I did extend that invitation. <laughs> and, and what I did got you say? That, oh, man, that's just so thoughtful of you. But um, I think I'm good. I, I don't know that I have a whole lot of value to add. I was like, what do you mean? I just invited you. What? I don't know why. He couldn't work a full-time job and do that too. However, there is that important part of that inviting because when I, when I reached the really difficult um, point in one of my businesses and I invited him again to sit on my board. Mm. Now ladies, that's, that's a dangerous thing. I'm giving him sitting on my board of directors <laughs> power. But what that did is it really allowed him to see me as the entrepreneur and to see what I was capable of. So, so inviting them in, and I also think inviting them in strategically mm. because what I was looking for, what I was needing is, and again, this is going to shock y'all. I just know it's going to shock y'all. I needed somebody who wasn't very emotional. I needed somebody who was even keel. I don't know why I thought that I can't be that. I have no earthly idea, but that is my husband. So he is an S. I am a D. You can see we have some, some things that are happening here, but he's that steady and stable. And that's what I really was looking for. I was looking for someone who would call it like it is, but who would, who would be steady when, when I was being emotional. And mm. so, you know, where you brought Maurice in to fill in your gap for the numbers, I needed someone to be steady so that I could make the decisions and keep me even keel and uh. not making emotional decisions. And so again, Finding that place and um, doing that, that is excellent. Well, what is your second piece of advice? Because that was a pretty powerful one. <laughs> Ladies, you've got to have a strong circle of accountability. And oh, I'm going to okay. tell you, 
My circle of accountability is a 21-year-old sales. I think he's now a sales director. He just got a promotion, sales director. A 19-year-old college student. Are you all ready for this? An 11-year-old who just launched her own business this summer. Get your candy on. (laughs) A five-year-old who in his spare time believes that he is Superman slash Captain America slash Black Panther. And a one-year-old who is determined that all eyes will be on him. My family is my circle of support, but moreover, they are my circle of accountability. So in our house, we have family meetings and we have monthly goals and we hold each other's feet to the fire. I love it. I have realized that not all of my children are meant to be entrepreneurs. My my 12 year old is me. She's a cookie cutter. She is a she is her mom's child. So when she told me she was going to start her own business, I was like, all right, let's do this thing. Where are we at? My 19 year old, not so much. She's like, mom, you know, I'll work in the family business. But after I've had my own career and everything and my oldest son is he he goes with the wind. I tell him he's my hippie. <laughs> he, he, he's everything. But when I when we did our vision boards this year, one of the things that I put on my vision board was no pro bono work. Mm. I would not work for free. And that's a whole nother conversation we can have at another time later. It'll be another podcast. I'm pretty sure. Podcast, but that was something that I said I wasn't doing in 2021. So when my 19 year old found out I was working on a project that had nothing to do with my goals, my visions, what I was doing on, and I wasn't being paid, she just politely brought me into my office, stood me in front of my vision board and tapped on it and said, Hey, you're out of your lane. Mm-hmm. Good for how her. Many, how many hours have you committed to this? Because our hourly rate is this. And if you're giving them this, this is how much money you have left on the table. I hate it when the kids do that. I know. I was like, how dare you be mature? And it's an adult. painful. Just painful, painful. It's very I, painful. It is. Right? That accountability made me wake up and be like, okay, so I've done this one. And I said, well, I I told her, I said, Angel, walk me through it because you know I don't like to tell people no. She said, well, you're going to have to set limits. You know that you're going to do a pro bono project. Right now, let's just decide how many are you willing to do this year? Excellent. I love it. At first I said four. And she was like, no, we're not doing that. She you went like, from zero to four. Yeah, she she needed to call you out on that just a little bit, you know. But I I, I love this here is is that accountability and and you know there are times when that has been a struggle for me in business, mm. and I would I would go to a coach to hire a business coach. I did this at one point, and I hired this coach. And I would have to turn in what I was supposed to accomplish, you know, my, my to-do list for the day. And then at the end of the day, turn in what I accomplished. And she was like, wow, you got a lot done today. Wow. You are, you get a lot done. I'm like, listen, I got cheerleaders. 
I got my best friend, Sheree, over here. I'm going to tell you, she is the best cheerleader in the world. I got my husband. Let me tell you, there ain't nobody better. My sister, yeah. oh, man, I, she, she, is a, she is on my team, right? What I need is that accountability. So sometimes it might, you might not be as blessed as having your family, but you need to have them in place. So if, if your family is more your cheerleader, then looking for a coach. I ended up having to fire this coach. She was a wonderful woman, but I'm like, why aren't you saying, um, do you think maybe your list, you could have not done some of that in focus, or do you think you might be focusing on the wrong thing instead of doing 23 things off your list every day? Maybe you should do three that, oh, I don't know, bring an income or something wild and crazy like that, not restock the paper. So, so again, <laughs> Making sure that you are getting that strong circle of support. You know, when I put my husband on the board, <laughs> I was really brave and put my mother on my board as well. I know, crazy. And my mom's a bookkeeper. So let me tell you, looking at my finances with a fine tooth comb on my board was was fun as well. But that was that, you know, I, I was getting that accountability. I was very, very specific. So ladies, if you're an entrepreneur and you're you you are a couple in business, whether you're walking it out together, you want to make sure that you have support yes. and accountability. They aren't always the same people. Now, my son, cheerleader. My daughter, mm-mm. <laughs> your daughter strikes me as being more of the mom. What you doing? Why aren't you doing it? More of the have you met her? You must have had lunch with her. <laughs> More of the matter of fact. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yeah. She's no fluff. She's no gray, black and white. No gray. So mom doesn't get away with a whole lot. I'm gonna tell you the one that I got the really mom when I'm hanging alongside over the side of the mountain. <laughs> that would have been my daughter. Now, my son was like, Mom, you're going to fall off the side of a mountain. Yes. <laughs> my yes. daughter's like, really, Mom? And that's my boys. You know, I have three boys and two girls. And my boys are always, Mom, you look great. Mom, you're going to kill it. Mom, you're going to blah, blah. My daughter, well, my oldest daughter is, Mom, you like to talk. Keep it short, sweet. Kiss it. Keep it short and sweet. To the point. Let's get to it. Get in there. I'm like, or really, mom, what were you thinking with that blouse? <laughs> yeah. I'm not so sure that's, you kind of look like an old lady in that blouse. So, yeah, so we do get that. Well, we are getting close to our time, and I want to make sure that we get into our third talking point, and we go to where the wisdom is, which is the Bible. So what is that third thing that you want them to know about? Ladies, don't be like Wendy and hang off of the side of the mountain. <laughs> okay, no, that was not good. Know when to turn it off. And know when to call it and just say, you know what? I, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to walk away from it. I'm going to go in here, get on the sofa with my family. I'm going to turn on an episode of something I'm not going to take my phone. I'm not going to take my, my tablet or my laptop. It's all going to stay in a stationary position so that I can focus in on what matters. 
because let me explain for me all of my businesses have been started with legacy in mind but if all i if my children go to lay me at rest at the end when god calls me home and all they can say is well she left us a lot of money and a big business to run, but we don't have any memories of her along the way. I've missed the point. Uh, absolutely. I've missed the ultimate assignment from God. And it, God tells us in Psalm 62, 1, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. For him comes my salvation. The Bible tells us to take rest in God. And a lot of times when we have hit a wall in our business, it's probably because we've spent too much time in it. Mm -hmm. That's right. You're working in it, not on it. Yep. Yep. I, I love that. And, you know, that is um, a very expensive lesson that we all have to pay for um, along our careers. A lot of entrepreneurs pay for it with their marriage, with the loss of relationship with their children. You know, this is a very important thing. And I, I did have to, I did pay dearly for this. Um, I didn't pay a huge price because I still have a relationship with my children and I'm still married to my husband and my mom and my sister still talk to me. And you know, <laughs> so, so there's that, but, but I did pay a price for that. And so really this is where understanding your why understanding your purpose um, okay, ladies, I'm going to use the B word boundaries. <gasps> no. Yes, I know. For if you're like me, you may have to look it up in the dictionary to understand <laughs> what it is. However, you know, God gives us the instructions on how to live our lives. And if we are stewarding God's business, He does not want us to steward it. In, 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 in a way that destroys nope. those that he has gifted to us. And my husband is truly a gift. My children are amazing gifts. My, my family, all of them. So we have to really make sure we don't forget that. And it's really tough when you love what you do, when you're passionate about, when it's your calling and I think for some of us, when we work in ministry, it can be even harder mm. to turn that off because there's someone else who I can help. I can serve. But God doesn't want you to do that at the detriment of the gifts that he's given you, your family, your health. Ah. You know, and this is a lesson that. Um, all right, Deborah. If you're listening to this, when you read hear this, you're gonna I'm, I'm diamond us out here. <laughs> so here's the thing: a few years ago, I was going through a lot of problems, and I was having a lot of pain in my back, and and I was just praying, Lord, I, you know, and and He says, I've given you a temple, and you won't take care of it. Mm. How do you expect me to give you more? You're praying for growth and prosperity and, and why would I give you more when you can't even be kind to the body I've given you? You can't even fill it with nutritional food. So you have energy to move forward when it's hurting. You don't take care of it. You ignore it. How will I give you more? Okay. So when this happened, Deborah and I were on a retreat. We're talking. I 
get this. I immediately burst into tears. Tell Deborah we're sitting in this very posh restaurant, having brunch, <laughs> crying and praying. All I could think of is I bet the people at the booth afterwards, <laughs> after I finished repenting, and I was like, man, these people in the booth next to us, I'm, I'm, I wonder what they're thinking because Deborah and I, because we both realized that that is a truth, and as women, we will put ourselves last. So knowing when to turn it off is critical. Well, Janae, let's give them some scripture. I'll go ahead and start with the first one. And I love this Proverbs 22, six, train children in the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. You know, ladies, they're watching. And I, my kids are 28 and 31. I know you can't believe I'm that old, right? I'm, I feel way older today. But, <laughs> so here's the thing. I've seen them model things that I was ashamed that I did to begin with. Yes. So listen to these words carefully. What scripture you got for us, Miss Janae? So I'm going to do 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, because this is so important. A scripture, all scripture is breathed, bre I'm sorry, breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, mm. for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Ooh, so ladies, if you're wanting to know how to do this, I'm pretty sure that's right there. Excellent. Well, I want to make sure we get an opportunity for them to for you to tell a little bit about what you do because you know, ladies, she's got all this wisdom and we have <laughs> surface. No. Psalm 62 1 says, For God alone my soul awaits in silence. From him comes my salvation. salvation. For God alone my soul awaits in silence. Excellent. Well, Janae. Before we, we've got about four more minutes, but I want that I want you to share how you are serving couples in business and, and, and how they might connect with you if they want to find out more, if they're making any of these, uh, paying for any of these lessons and they would like to save some money and not pay for more. <laughs> so you all can definitely join our Facebook group. It is called Coupled Cups Coffee and Wine Lounge. Um, and I think on Facebook, it's just Coupled Cups Conversations. And I always tell people, um, they're like, oh, well, you have to be married to be in the group. No, it's about building relationships. Yep. And you might be in a season in your life where you need to know how to build a relationship that has been fractured with someone in your family. Mm -hmm. So first thing is join our Facebook group. And then the second thing is schedule a coffee cup connection with me. Um, if you are a husband and wife duo and you all are in business together, um, please let us know when you schedule it. My husband and I would love to treat you all to coffee. And you don't have to be in the area with us. We do virtual coffees all the time and we do still treat you to coffee. We send you a gift card so that you all can grab a cup of coffee and sit down with us via Zoom, and we just talk. 
it's an open and honest conversation. I will tell anyone, my husband and I are not professing, oh, we have this whole thing figured out. <laughs> we do not. But this is what I told people when we started this journey. When I was in corporate America, one of the big things was I was taught to network. Network for your professional development, network to enhance your skills, network to build your your village. No one has ever looked at someone and said, hey, network for the strength of your marriage. Mm -hmm. Find a couple that's been in it five times as long as you have and sit up under them. Ask them, what does it mean to really not go to bed angry? What does that look like? What does it look like to fall on your sword and apologize because you know you are wrong? Network for your marriage. Because here's the thing. Now, I, had to, I got to a point where I had to tell my children this, and I'll leave everyone with this. I stood before God, and I promised to love, cherish, honor, respect, through sickness and health, Maurice Beard. And I, I wholeheartedly hold to that. I had I was blessed to bring my children into this world, but at some point they're going to become independent individuals of their own. I will still have my husband. Mm -hmm. That's right. So learn how to take care of that relationship. Learn how to lean in and love them for who they are. Yes. And when you're in business, accept them for and, and appreciate all it is that they do. Oh, that is great advice. Well, connect with Janae. We put the links in the, in the chat box. Well, Janae and I are co-teaching Identity and Destiny. Um, some of you have uh, seen her. She spoke on our Connect group, and she's helped out. Uh, she has just been a blessing in filling in for me occasionally when life gets a little um, crunchy for me. And so it's just amazing. So connect with us. Yeah. But, you know, ladies, we always want to leave you with this one scripture. First Chronicles 1611. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Thank you. And you have a blessed day. Thank Bye -bye. you. Have a great one.